This is Melody Dation, and you're listening to Make a Scene Canada on Pacific Northwest Radio. Happy Tuesday night, everyone. This is Sherelle Jardine, and this is Make a Scene Canada on Pacific Northwest Radio. I'm a proud Canadian sharing the songs and stories of our Canadian musicians. Make a Scene Canada is sponsored by Zed Productions. Zed Productions is a full-service production company offering the best studios and services to suit your project and budget. From producing to recording and mixing, contact Sheldon Zaharko at sheldonzaharko.com. There is a lot that goes into running the station and its podcasts, and while we do bring it to you for free, we could use some support to keep running and growing. Any contributions, no matter how small, are appreciated. If you love the show and would like to donate to Make a Scene Canada, please visit PacificNorthwestRadio.com and click on the top right where it says Contribute. Click on Become a Patron, and for as little as a dollar a month, you can become a supporter of the show and the station. If you'd like to be an official sponsor or advertise with us, you'll find the information there as well. For more details on advertising, please get in touch at PacificNorthwestRadio at gmail.com. If you miss a show, you can find it on demand, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, plus a whole array of sites all waiting for you to discover. And the easiest way is just go to the station at PacificNorthwestRadio.com and click on demand. You can find us on social media, Instagram and Facebook at Make a Scene Canada. We also have a group page, Make a Scene BC, where you can post your upcoming gigs which at this time during the pandemic is mostly living room sessions, so please feel free to use this page to promote your performances. Give the station a like on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Pacific Northwest Radio. Big shout out to Nora Holtby from GABA Productions for being a sponsor here at Make a Scene Canada. GABA Productions has been hosting live music events since 2017. You can find more information at gabaproductions.com. On tonight's show, I'd like to share my chat that I had with the lovely and talented Melody Dacian. A vocalist fast becoming one of music's most daring chanteuses, all about jazz. They also praised you with soulful confidence, exquisite intonation, and a sense of time. That's awesome. Mm. Welcome to the show, Melody. Thank you for having me. Now, I was introduced to you actually by email that came from, I think it was a gig in Castlegar, possibly, my band Stone Poets, and you and some other artists were supposed to be sharing a stage at the Summer mm. Music Series in Castlegar. I think that's how right. I found you. And of course, right. that got canceled, which is so sad. Yeah. Super sad that all of our shows got canceled. Oh, and that one in particular, I've been doing that for maybe five years now. And I thought of all of the summer gigs that could ha- happen. I thought that would be one that might happen just because I thought, you know how the audience is so far away from the musicians mm-hmm. and it's a big stage. And I thought that people might be able to spread themselves out. But of course the park does not want to encourage gatherings of any kind. So it makes sense. Of course. Yeah. Still sad though. It is sad. <laughs> I know. I want you to take us back in time when you knew that music was going to be a, your path in life. It was pretty clear from early on. My father was a musician um, on the side. He was a piano player and singer and songwriter. And so when I was really little, I remember being about three, and I based this on what house I was living in at the time. So um, when I was about three years old, I remember distinctly hanging out with him at the piano and singing songs, and that was just a fun time for us. Um, And then I remember kind of making things up we had a an old upright piano it was terrible 
like really bad tuning and mm-hmm. but it had this really huge sound i used to open it was an old player piano mm-hmm. and i used to open up the you know the panels on the the face of it just so it could be as loud as possible oh. <laughs> and and uh just kind of noodle and i'd always put the you know this the damper pedal down and i'd have all this sound washing over me so that was a really f- kind of a fun pastime for me and i remember when i was about five getting a birthday cake and um wishing and I knew I couldn't tell anybody because if you tell someone your birthday wish, it doesn't come true, right? So right. I was blowing out the candles and I remember wishing then, I want to be a musician. Oh, that's so yeah. sweet. Yeah. And later, you know, later on when I was a teenager and starting to do gigs and stuff, I remember thinking that it wasn't a very practical thing to do in life, but I was trying to figure out how I could make it happen. And my ambition was that I just wanted to, to have a life in music um so yeah I was pretty set from early on from right at the beginning and then after graduating you were awarded a grant from the Canada Council of the Arts to study privately with Sheila Jordan in New York City yeah that was after I did my music degree wow um, so that was after McGill University I did the program there and I was um <clears throat> you know I finished this the program and then I was gigging on the side but I was working in retail and, you know, at other jobs, serving in restaurants and bars and things like that. And I applied for this grant and I, you know, before I got the grant, I I remember thinking, "Uh uh-oh, I can imagine how this is going to go. I'm going to do my day gig, but my day gig is going to take over my life. And I was starting to panic a little bit, feeling like that, you know, kind of life takes over Mm -hmm. feeling. Mm -hmm. And I got that grant and I just, gave them my two weeks notice and went to New York City for a year. And that changed everything for me. That is so awesome. Thank you, Canada Council. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) No kidding. And they're still providing artists with all types of grants, which is amazing. Yeah. Now, you went from living and performing in New York to Banff, Alberta. And I actually lived in Banff for many years with my family. And then from there, did you actually move to Vancouver? Was that your next stop? Yeah. Yeah. so my friend, actually, from from the McGill Jazz Program, um, Mike Reddy is a phenomenal jazz guitar player and, and songwriter. Um, he um, recommended me for the house gig at the Mount Springs Hotel. And my plan was to just go for six months, save up some money, you know, mm-hmm. play a whole bunch of music. And then I wanted to um, make my career happen in Toronto. Um, so yeah, six months later, within that six month time frame, um, I met my now husband Aww. <laughs> and, and, you know, I think that was the first time I, I made a decision that wasn't based on, um, music career path, but I decided to stay longer than the six months. And then the six months turned into three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has, kids from his first marriage on um, Vancouver Island. So when the contract ended, um, the choice was, you know, to make a, a, a viable um, um, career in music in Canada, you have to be in a city. Mm-hmm. And at the time, the choice was for me, I was either going to go to Toronto, we both were going to go to Toronto, or we we're going to go to Vancouver. Um, and we ended up choosing lifestyle and family, you know, with the, the, the kids um, over um, the huge center of Toronto. Mm-hmm. And so we moved to Vancouver in 2000 and 
enjoyed that city um, until 2012. And I love Vancouver. Mm-hmm. I've, I go back. Um, it's it's a beautiful city. I, I love the people and the city, just the and the topography. Just it's so beautiful. Anyway, um, miss it. I still miss it, but mm-hmm. yeah, I really enjoyed living there. Well, the nice thing about Nelson, it's not that far. Like you can get That's here, true. you know, in eight hours or something. And yes, yeah. <laughs> I want to talk also about. Um, I want to talk also about the accolades that you've um, acquired over the years, and I want to share this with our listeners. So, winner of the yeah. Western Canadian Music Awards Outstanding Jazz Recording of the Year, you've been nominated for a Juno Female Vocalist of the Year Albums of the Year. Um, what would you say, and there's tons more on your website that people can actually go and look at, but what would you say is your favorite industry recognition to date? It's so wonderful to be acknowledged in any way, of course. You know, I mean, I know it's not supposed to matter, you know, the nominations, but I don't know, maybe I'm shallow, but <laughs> it really, it really, it You're really not does. Shallow. <laughs> it does mean a whole lot to me. And the one that, that means the most to me because it was specifically for me was a nomination for female vocalist of the year at the national jazz awards. Mm. Um, that was 2009. Um, that, I don't know, that really felt like, like a special one because it was about me specifically. Mm -hmm. Um, the other ones, the um, West coast music award, um, and then the nomination, the Juno nomination, those were for, um, projects that I was part of, but they weren't my own par- um, projects. So okay. still, like, to be part of that, I remember, so for the Juno, and actually both of those, um, the nomination and the West Coast Music Award, Western Canadian Music Award, that was both for an album called Metaphora by Altered Laws, and I was a, a guest artist on that album. Um, so the band, Altered Laws, is um, a baby of my friend, uh, my friend's Tom Keenley's side and Miles Black, Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. 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 And so when that uh, Juno nomination came in, that was before the other nominations that came in, um, Tom called me and <laughs> I answered the phone and he said, well, hello, Juno nominee. I'm like, what? Oh, <laughs> awesome. And that was really cool because um, he invited me to come to Calgary um, to the to the awards show and I just to take part in the Juno Award weekend. Uh, that was such an experience. So I highly fun. recommend it for any musician. You know, as musicians, lots of times we're there um, celebrating other industries. You know, mm-hmm. like you're there providing music for for someone else. But in this case, here we are, like like I, hundreds and hundreds of people at these events, you know, specifically celebrating Canadian music. And um, yeah, I'll never forget being part of that. Awesome. That's yeah. Good. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, my pleasure. So when you play live, who is your band? And let's give them a shout out. Okay. Um, so the most recent project that, um, the most recent project I recorded was with my husband Doug Stevenson who plays guitar he also plays bass but on this project he was the guitarist um Mark Spielman on electric bass uh Tony Furrow on the drums uh Clinton Swanson on saxophone and then we had a couple um guest artists on piano and keyboards on that there was Chris Andrew from Edmonton and Chris Gestrin did some tracks um for us on on Hammond B3 
Um, so I don't have the luxury of having Chris Gestern and Chris Andrew living in my area. Um, so mm. that largely has been um, a chord, excuse me, quintet with saxophone, uh, with the rhythm section saxophone and myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been playing with that band here since I moved to Nelson. We, we started playing together probably about 2013 and we play together all the time. Um, and then I have another project that I've been working on, which is more in the jazz vein. Um, we had some wonder, wonderful musicians move to Nelson in the, in the past uh, two years. Uh, f- good friends of mine from, from before. They're David Restivo moved here from Toronto. He's a wonderful piano player mm-hmm. and Mike Red I mentioned to you I know him from <laughs> my kill days <laughs> wonderful uh, guitar player he's moved here so I'm playing with them quite a bit too and um, the next project that I'm going to be recording actually was supposed to be going into the studio in um, this month it was supposed to be um, the week of June 10th I was supposed to be at Monarch Studios in Vancouver oh I love it there yeah, me too, and it got postponed. So shout out to Tom for allowing us to postpone our recording dates. Um, but we just, you know, it was supposed to be a jazz recording, and we haven't been playing together since February. Mm. So the thought of, even though I know that they're back recording at the studio, so they're, you know, if you're looking for studio time, contact Tom mm-hmm. at Monarch Studios. I know that they have it figured out there, but... I just felt like I was completely ripped away from my plan. We had done two concerts in February with the new project, and the the plan was to develop the arrangements and practice until we were able to hit the studio in June. Um, but we haven't played together at all. So. Of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen until at least the fall now. But that's okay. I mean, at least you have that goal, and you've now you've been writing arrangements um, to reimagine the repertoire of one of the greatest living songwriters. Can you share who that songwriter is? <laughs> <laughs> it piqued my interest. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm happy to. Um, it's the music of Sting. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you know, I was just looking at a lot of the music that I've been, you know, enjoying performing over the years and thinking. Um, you know, what, what are the songs that could, could really, um, work with a jazz kind of setting? Mm -hmm. And, um, I just love those songs so much. And honestly, to choose the music for the concerts that we did in February, you know, all the musicians in the project, they they keep saying, oh, why don't we do this one? Why you know, I get texts weekly pretty much <laughs> saying can we do you know this this song or that song mm-hmm. um it's really hard to limit which songs you're going to do in a project like that because right. there's so many to choose from yeah and um yeah i'm i'm stoked to do that uh, although I, I do want to say that i've been really taking a step back from that idea and you know it's a little bit up in the air because I feel like with everything that's happening in the world, um, you know, with a global pandemic and now, you know, basically the civil rights movement happening, mm-hmm. I feel like I might want to reconsider what the next project is. Mm-hmm. You know, I just don't know if it's the right time for that or maybe 
if there is going to be other inspiration coming my way. You know, I've written half of a song recently about about what we're all going through all over the world, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it might be more appropriate for me to focus on that than the other project. But it's not going anywhere, you yeah. know. My original idea isn't going to go anywhere. Yeah, We'll see. Exactly. <laughs> That's the great thing yeah. about being an artist. We can just, um, you know, just be in that moment. So Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing that when that comes out, if it does. And if not, definitely, this. Uh, you know, if you're going to be working on some new material, we want to hear it. So make sure you keep in touch with us. Definitely. <laughs> now, you're married to a musician and so am I. It's the greatest mm-hmm. thing in the world, right? Yes. <laughs> Isn't it wonderful? It's like I have a piano player husband and it's, yeah, it's yeah. so wonderful to be able to have musical There connection. are a lot of us, aren't there? Actually, I have a lot of friends who are couples with, you know, musical families. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You usually here it doesn't work. It never works out. But I don't know. I've been with my guy for 10 years and it's, it's working out really good. So, you know, I'm sure mm-hmm. you guys too, right? You never hear about the yeah. success stories is what I'm trying to say. Right. I... I, we spent a lot of time talking about music planning and, um, that's not all it is, but, but I'm really happy that I have someone, you know, my partner who can understand the things that go through my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes you don't want them to, <laughs> you're like, whoa, <laughs> no, but you just to have that kind of, you know, common, I don't know, we agree on so much. And then when we do disagree on something musical we'll talk it out until we can kind of you know figure out what is the best answer and usually it's the music that decides doesn't it like if you're Mm -hmm. trying to write together or if you're coming up with something for you know a concert together um one of us i I, don't you find that one of you will will have a more passionate (laughs) like idea about the subject and that person will usually win yeah or or maybe the music decides for you because you try both out both things out and then the music will say no you know this is the better choice it's obvious <laughs> yeah exactly and then just let the music win yeah <laughs> now this this next topic is a little bit somber as artists you know we talked a little bit about COVID-19 and the uncertainty with our profession in the next while um, you know musical uh, shows aren't going to be com- coming out until phase four this is the BC uh, recommendations and they don't even know when that's going to happen so I know that there's been some virtual concerts and you did put one on uh, May 24th are you planning any others in the next little bit of time uh, yes I have um, something coming up on June 26th for the Nelson and District, District Arts Council they they do um, something called Art Walk every year where they have Nelson artists um, display their work around the town and then um, Nelson citizens walk around Nelson enjoying their art. But instead of doing that this year, they're going to have virtual concerts. And I think they're planning on working in some non-musical events as well in the concerts. Um, To my knowledge, there's there's another one of these that's happening in late July as well. Um, We've decided... um, So, you know, there are some interesting things happen happening right now. You'll see people will pre-record um, music where, where each, you get the kind of Brady Bunch thing, like a yeah. Zoom meeting where, where each square has a musician. And in those cases, 
those recordings are they're pre-recorded and then someone mixes the video and the audio together mm -hmm. after the fact so that's an option but since i have my husband and i in it we're you know quarantining and mm -hmm. self-isolating together yeah um we do we do duo gigs all the time um and so i just decided that instead of doing a pre-recorded thing even of, of the two of us recording in the same room um i decided to do a live zoom um concert where we're going, we're going to be doing uh we take requests so people are going to be observing on their end and they're going to be able to submit requests over the, the zoom chat oh that's awesome And I'm going to limit it to jazz songs only. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if I don't do that, I, I'm going to be really sorry. Yeah. People are going to ask me for all kinds of songs I don't know. But I know hundreds and hundreds of jazz songs. And chances are we'll, you know, we'll know a bunch of the ones that are requested. And I'm just excited about doing something where people who are, you know, listening to the concert are going to be involved with it, too. They're not just passively accepting whatever it is I'm offering. They get to have a say in, in what we do. So that's going to be really fun. Excellent. I really love the song on your webpage, That's What Delete Is For. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the story of my life for the past 24 hours on Facebook. I got in, involved in a post with people, you know, about thinking that artists should be playing for free. And it just yeah. got really ugly. And somebody called me greedy for saying that I expected to be oh. paid a fair wage for oh, fair no. play. Yeah. So, you know, that threw me through a loop because these people were musicians. And so when I heard that song, I was like, yeah, because I spent all night until about 7am this morning deleting things. <laughs> and I heard that song, I was like, sister, yeah. <laughs> I'll send you, I'll send you that one. That's awesome. I'm going to yeah. play it on the show too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll send you that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. You know, I actually considered sending that one. Uh, I thought it, you know, well, that song was written before in the before days, right? Mm -hmm. um, and that was happening, that was written because everyone I knew at the time was so overwhelmed with everything they were doing. Everybody's like overscheduled. We, we, we're all doing more things than we can possibly handle, it mm -hmm. seems, yeah. right? So, all, of course, all of that has been turned on its ear and it's very, very interesting to find what happens when we are forced to slow down so now the the lyric of that song has come to, to me has a completely different vibe to it because i basically have deleted a whole bunch of things <laughs> i was forced to right yeah so it's kind of cool but anyway I'll, i'll send that one to you too okay awesome so we're going to play that song we're also going to play get back to the groove get back to the groove started out as an instrumental tune that my husband wrote and Then he played it in a gig somewhere years ago, and and someone said, "Oh no, this this should be a vocal tune." So we wrote lyrics together, and the inspiration for it it's kind of got like a bit of a Steely Dan vibe to it. Mm -hmm. To me, it's kind of got some twists and turns and um, interesting harmonic stuff happening. But the lyrically, the inspiration for it was um, for my my daughter Laura when she was about 18 or so um maybe early 20s um there you know there are some bumps when you're becoming an adult right and oh, yeah so 
it, the inspiration for the lyric was just you got to find your groove. You got to get back to what is you, what is really you after you've gone through these growing pains. So that's kind of what the song's about. Okay, awesome. Love it. How can people find you on social media? Uh, it's It'll be all under my name. So Melody, and I'll spell my last name. Melody okay. with a Y, M-E-L-O-D-Y, last name D-I-A-C-H-U-N. And um, so if you, there's only one of me on, on Instagram and <laughs> it's Mel- Melody Dation Music on Facebook. Um, I'm on Twitter, although I have to say I don't spend a whole lot of time on there. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> I, I find Twitter to be a tough crowd, really. Like it's mm-hmm. really hard to get things happening there. Um, but I'm, I'm really active on Facebook and, and Instagram. And I'm happy to take like, if anyone wants to DM me, any questions that maybe we didn't cover, I'm happy to respond. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Melody, for being on Magazine Canada. The team at Pacific Northwest Radio wish you continued success on your musical journey and please stay in touch and and keep us abreast of what's happening in your life. Thank you so much for having me, Sherelle. Nice to talk to you. Great thing that you're doing helping to promote the scene.
was really Shakespeare and it wasn't no dimwit. It's not the notes I play, but the silence in between them. So said Miles, the king of minimalism. If I still complicated, that's what the lead is for.
for being on the show. Please visit her social media pages, like them, and download her music. And that is tonight's show, but I will be back next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for another episode of Magazine Canada on Pacific Northwest Radio to bring you more Canadian musicians and their music. Leave the station on 24-7. It's music online all the time. You can find your favorite programs at pacificnorthwestradio.com. And if you miss a show, don't worry. You can go to our website and click on demand and subscribe to us, as I said, on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, plus a whole array of sites. It's all there waiting for you. Huge shout out to my Make a Scene Canada sponsor, Sheldon Zaharko from Zed Productions. All you rock stars ready to record your new album or single, check out Zed Productions at sheldonzaharko.com. The music that you're listening to right now is from my band Head. Record it with Sheldon, and you can find more Head at headmusic.ca. And if you want to hear my softer side, check out Stone Poets at stonepoets.ca. Find all my projects and social media links on shirellejardine.ca and please get in touch because I love hearing from you. Now take a few minutes out of your day and share the artists from today's show and from all of our shows. Share Magazine Canada and Pacific Northwest Radio on your social media platforms. I usually say get out and enjoy live music, but with COVID-19 still having a grip on us, I say stay home and take this time to discover new music. If you see an artist playing live on social media and you have a means to send them a few dollars, that would be awesome. Please do so. Share their live videos, buy their music. We are in this together. Stay home, stay safe, and let music soothe you whether you're writing, performing, or listening. If you want to keep music alive in Canada, please check out CanadianMusiciansCoalition.ca. I'm one of the directors, and we have a proposal to create a sustainable living wage for professional Canadian original creators and musicians. Please sign our petition. You can find it and all of the information about the coalition on the website. Once again, CanadianMusiciansCoalition.ca. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll see you again next Tuesday night for another episode of Make a Scene Canada right here on Pacific Northwest Radio.